0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Richard Hudnut makers of the all-new Richard Hutton Up Home Permanent with Beauty Rinse Neutralizer present Fibber, McGee, and Molly Transcribed. The show was written by Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutton. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Most of us have lived in the United States of America all our lives. And our high standard of living, we have come to accept as naturally as the fact that we eat three meals a day. That high standard, if we stop to think about it, has been the result primarily of one talent, our ability to produce more than any other country in the world. Production, and plenty of it, has also done more than give us a high standard of living. What are we driving at? Just it. We don't want to lose our accustomed standard of living. We also don't want to lose that freedom which we fought for and cherished ever since we became a nation. We're threatened once again, but we mean to make ourselves so strong that any aggressor will think twice before attacking us. So what do we do now? We work harder and longer at our jobs so that we can produce enough to build our strength against aggression and at the same time maintain the high standard of living which has made our country the fine place to live in that it is. Remember, the better we produce, the stronger we grow. That's the American economic system. Bank employees are very conscientious people Every month end, they labor long and hard To get the bank statements into the mail on time And promptly on the first day of the month The statement reaches the depositor with the following results Those robbers Those pocket-picking penny
2: low low-minded high-binders
1: them burglars. What
2: in the world is the matter with you? It's just bad
1: rat bank statement. Oh, dear,
2: every month the same
1: thing. As usual, them high-priced no accountants with their automatic chiseling machines have got
2: our checking accounts piled up. I don't know whether we're bankrupt or just broke. Oh, don't talk silly, my dear. Uh, the only reason they keep our account at all is just for chips. It keeps the bookkeepers have used on rainy afternoons. Oh, rainy afternoon, them balanced
1: jugglers. I'll withdraw the whole dog's on account. That's what I'll withdraw the whole dog. Fifteen dollars they're wrong for this time. Fifteen
2: dollars!
1: My figures show 130 bucks, and what do they show, 114? That's
2: fifteen dollars At least. Well, why don't you go down there tomorrow and
1: take it up with them personally? Oh, no. Every time I do that, they always show me where I made the mistake. <laughs> I'll just quietly gather a little more evidence and when I get all Oh, dear. Somebody's at the door, and I
2: look aside. You let
1: them in while I run and take off my open and sit on some chairs. Okay, oh, <laughs> there goes the good What Does she care about money in the bank as long as she's got me. She knows a girl can't have everything come in. Good afternoon, Mr. DeGeeves. You are Mr. DeGeeves. Well, if I ain't bud, it's sure going to upset my wife. And if you've been sent over here from the third national bank to beg my pardon and try to get this statement back, you're out of luck. I'm saving this for evidence. Oh, no, I'm not a banker, Mr. DeGeeves. I am T. Orville White in New York. T. what? Uh, T. Orville White. You don't remember me, do you? Sounds pretty bad you got me. Well, I'm not surprised that you've forgotten, Mr. McGee. Generous impulses like yours are too spontaneous to be long remembered. And after all, it was six years ago. What was six years ago? The incident I referred to. Huh? Six years ago on the bus from Albany to Boston, I lost my wallet. And out of that whole busload of people, you were kind enough to lend me $4 to pay my fare. Remember? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see this check? Uh-huh. I've been carrying this for six years, knowing that someday business would take me through Wistful victory. Well, Diogenes brought A check for four bucks. And if you no to know it, anybody. Well, I wasn't too sure of the address. Oh. Besides, I wanted to hand it to you in person and thank you again for being a friend when I needed one. Well, and I'll be running along. No, 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 my. I saw the old man. Come in and sit down. It's a pleasure to meet a guy as honest as that. You just destroyed my faith in human. nature. Well, I'll just stay a moment, Mr. Oh, nice home you have it. You like it? Have a cigar over? Well, that I have one. You got too? Hmm, you. Boy, it's you must be okay to yourself, Harvey. You. What business are you in? Insurance or something? No, I'm an engineer. Yes, well. What railroad? <laughs> uh, mining engineer. Oh, down in the mine. Yeah. Doing a little exploration for a group in the east right now. Oh, well, let's not talk shop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I didn't realize
1: they company. Don't get up, please. Oh, Harvey, I want you to meet my wife, Molly. This is T. Orville White, an old pal of mine from New York. Oh,
2: how do you do?
1: I'm sure. This is a great pleasure, Mrs. McGee. Now, if I'd known what a lovely wife this lad had, I'd have been here sooner. Oh,
2: Mr. White. <laughs> you New Yorkers! You know what, Molly?
1: Orville put the bite on me for four bucks six years ago and came all the way to New York to set back. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Won't
2: those other people be pleased when he gets back and tells them it's all settled?
1: What other people, Mrs. McGee?
2: You mean you didn't demand a note with two co-signers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's one on
1: me. Ain't this great, though? Nothing like old friends getting together again. So you're from New York, Mr. White. I've always wanted to see that town. Yes, I just flew in this afternoon. Oh, you flew in, eh? That's a great way to travel, all these Faster. Yes. I predict the law will be flying in jet airplanes one of these days. I predict that we'll be able to get in a jet plane and fly to the moon, just like flying to the grocery store.
2: You've had a
1: lot of experience, too, Mr. White. Oh, really? Flying? No, predicting. Say, uh, tell us about New York. I've always wanted to go to that town. Well, it's a great little town, all right. Yeah, it's a great little town. I'll never to forget the last time I was in New York. Spent some time there on my way home from Paris. <laughs> I love Paris. Spent a lot of time in Paris. Well, that's where I'd like to go sometime. I've never been... You should have been with me, boy. I should have showed you the spot. I spent a couple years in France there. And all my expenses paid, of course. Uh, I represented the government. Oh, really? Diplomat, were you? No, but private.
2: Mm. But tell us about New York, Mr. White. I'd love to know. Yeah, do. tell her
1: about it, all. It was a great little town, New York. Well, I was raised there, myself. Oh, do I forget the last time I was there? When we come marching up Fifth Avenue, they started throwing ticker tape out the wings, and finally some guy threw an iron wastebasket and hit our second lieutenant on the noggin and knocked him colder than an icebox pie. <laughs> Well, sir, I stepped forward and reorganized the ranks and took sides, and they promoted me to corporal right there on the field. I mean, right there on the corner of Fifth Avenue and Oak. It was the most exciting thing. Ever. Back to West Vista in a minute.
0: Hello, I'm your Richard Hadnett Beauty Advisor, with news about a home permanent that lets you curl your hair to suit yourself. It's the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent, and it gives you exactly the kind of wave or curl you happen to want. You get a choice of three different waving and drying methods, and exclusive beauty rinse neutralizer assures you best results no matter which method you use. For instance, if you like a casual hairdo, use the Richard Hudnut tin curl method. If you want a deeper, firmer wave, follow the Richard Hudnut salon method. Or for a step-saving way to get nice, bimmy curls, try the Richard Hudnut on-curler method. You'll find the easy direction for all three methods right inside the new Richard Hudnut home permanent package. So you really can curl your hair to suit yourself. Just remember, it's the new Richard Hudnut home permanent, the only wave in the world with beauty rinse neutralizer that gives you best results no matter which method you use. Mm-hmm.
2: On the for dinner,
1: Mr. White, if you don't mind taking top luck with us. Well, I consider myself very lucky, Mrs. McGee. I really shouldn't impose like this. I didn't mean to. No trouble at all, all of you, old man? Maybe you'll tell us all about New York. Molly loves to hear about it. Yes.
2: Now, if you'll excuse
1: me, I'll go finish putting dinner on. It'll be ready in about ten minutes. Ah, oh, great little girl, you got there, McGee. Your wife and my wife will really it off this great. I hope you get to New York sometime. Later. i so Molly. Great guy. Well, you not know anybody out of his way like that to pay a guy four bucks that borrowed six years ago. And he this nice morning, too. Did you notice
2: how he held his napkin in front of his face when he used to kick it?
1: Yeah. you? Yeah, Maybe he used to t- oh, you forgot something. Come on. Oh, Dr. Dillon, come on
2: out in the dining
1: Doctor. Leave him, Molly. Ah, Mr. boy, you are just the guy I want to see. You got any castor oil with you? Yes, I have. You better let me take a look at you first. Where do you hurt? I know that's who wants them. Well, how do you want the test
2: for
1: all you? I want to wear a
2: couple
1: of casts. <laughs> my dress <justice> <laughs> so is So does your sense of humor, still face. <laughs>
2: I've
1: had a very rugged day, so spare me your lead comedy. Okay, boy. If you have any coffee left in that pot, now you've just made a friend. Oh,
2: of course, Doctor.
1: We had company tonight, McGee. how do you know that? 50 does, I'm telling That's the coffee truck there. <laughs> All doctors are more or less detectives, you know. Yeah, well, I'll tell us more of it, uh, All right. I can also tell that we had plenty of money because we're smoking a 50 cent cigar. An you never paid more than six cents for one in your life. And I'll throw your drug off the dock and Most
2: completely honest man I ever met in my life. You ever met something? The gentleman who paid this fare on about
1: some six years
2: ago, and he made a special trip to just to pay it back.
1: Isn't that wonderful, George? No, doesn't make sense to me. What do you mean, doctor? Well, It violates all the principles of human behavior, my dear. People just don't do those things. Ah, oh, there you go, you big skeptic. A guy comes along and does the most honest thing I ever seen done, and what do you do? start making snide cracks about him. You didn't have to pay me back that four bucks, you know. He wanted to do it because he's an honest man. Very odd. My gosh, he wouldn't be selling them three shares of stock in a custom mine without telling me that it might possibly be no good. Three shares of what? Mine stock. Only tells me 30 bucks to share, too. Oh, I see you He shows up here with four bucks says he loaned him on a bus six years ago and sells you some mining. Albany in Boston.
2: And when was
1: that? Six years ago. Must have been about that. Well, it was when I was going from, when I it doing the time. That's... Oh, my gosh. I've never been in Albany in
2: my life.
1: Peter and Molly, we'll be right back. There's superb dramatic entertainment proves the evenings on most stations of the NBC radio network. When you tune to Jack Webb and Dragnet, Frank Sinatra as Rocky Fortune, and William Gargan as Barry Craig. Barry Craig is a two-fisted private investigator with a penchant for getting into intriguing situations inside and outside the law. You'll enjoy every action-packed minute of Barry Craig. So be sure to listen tomorrow, the same night you can hear Frank Sinatra starring as Rocky Fortune. Mr. Fortune never seems to hold a job longer than one week, but his continually changing occupations each bring with them 30 minutes of thrills, chills, and bright comedy touches. Listen to this new series of Tuesday night dramas on the NBC radio network. You'll be enjoyably entertained. And then for authentic police drama direct from the files of the Los Angeles Police Department, tune to the true stories on Dragnet. You'll find that Dragnet is one of the best radio dramas on the air today. Hear Dragnet each Tuesday on the NBC radio network. My gosh, I sure goofed! I hate to do a stupid thing like that. Well,
2: don't worry about it. First thing in the morning, you'll call the bank and stop paying on the check. That's just the trouble, kiddo. Oh, I can't. What? Why not? Well, my pen ran by while I was messing it up, and we
1: got to talking, and I never did sign it. How can I ask the bank to stop payment on a check that's no good? What can I say?
2: Say goodnight, Vasus. Huh?
1: Oh. Good night. Good night, Al. NVZ and Richard Hudnut, makers of the all new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent with Beauty Lynch Neutralizer, have brought you the Feather McGee and Molly program transcribed. With Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Jack Moyles as C. Orville White. This is John Wald, inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Heather McGee and Molly. Last tonight with Can You Top This? with Senator Ford on the NBC radio network.